Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to say yes to her wealthiest and most abundant life and manifest a business and career that totally lights you up, then girl, you are in the right place. Get ready for deep, epic, unfiltered, and inspiring girl chats. I'm your host, Helena Grace Donald, and I'm a money mindset expert, success, and business coach. But all you really need to know is that I am obsessed with helping women feel safe and in total flow around money because you have a special purpose in this world and playing small or pushing money away isn't going to help anybody. So are you ready to say hell yes to all that you desire? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. Now, here's the thing. So normally, I pre-record my introduction to every guest. And I'm like, you know, they send me their bio or we work out what they want me to say and I do it separately. Today is an exception. I'm not doing that this time. I want to introduce today's guest with her sitting metaphorically in front of me on camera because the things that she has achieved over literally the last six months, because we started working together on this in, I believe, October. (laughs) So that's just insane. She is a personal curly-haired coach. Yes, you heard that right. She is a curly-haired coach for women with curly hair. She founded a company called Curl Vitality just over six months ago. And let me just read to you what she has created in under six months time. In the last six months, she now has from zero, please bear in mind, all of this is from zero, 32,000 email list subscribers. She didn't even, I think, know what email automation was just under six months ago. She's had 5,200 women who are like, curly-haired women apply to work with her in six months. She has gone absolutely viral and has 400,000 followers on TikTok. She has just under 12,000 followers on Insta and she had didn't even have this account just under six months ago. Over 6.5 million TikTok likes And I don't know if she wants me to share how much revenue she's created (laughs) in the last six months on top of that. You can. (laughs) Okay. She, let's just say last month she hit 24,000 and she's about to hit six freaking figures in under six months of her company even being born. So welcome Barbara to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. How does that feel? Oh my God. (laughs) Crazy. Hi. I am so happy to be here. And also you didn't mention I am a huge Girl Unfiltered fan. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) You're actually, I believe, the first person to come on the podcast who has actually worked with me one-to-one. So you're like the perfect first client (laughs) to have on the podcast because it's just incredible because we go, I mean, we've worked together for over a year, I would say. No, like two. We did like three months at a time and then we would take a break and then you'd come back. And like the first time that we worked together, it was very directly on your money mindset, but you were working for a company then. And then 
let's just say fate happened and it was around November or October, you actually left that company. And within a very short period of time, you got this inspiration and this spark to begin the company that you now have. And that was when actually that you, we started working together because we literally started working together for you with this company at the very inception of this. Yeah. So let's go back to that moment. I want us to go all the way back to the beginning. Yes. Talk us through going from having the security of a nine to five job to somehow becoming a worldwide phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenon (laughs) as a curly haired coach, because I don't think anyone's probably ever even heard of that niche before. Talk us through that. Yeah, it's definitely a very interesting niche. And it was definitely a very interesting conversation to have with most people who are in my life being like, oh, okay, I'm actually going to quit my job as, you know, I had a pretty good position in the company I was at. And I'm going to quit that job and become a curly hair coach. (laughs) Uh, That was very, you know, that was an interesting conversation. But Basically, uh, I wasn't happy at all at the company I was at. There was lots of toxic energy that kind of came into the company during quarantine and COVID and things like that. So I was not very happy. And there was this one point I was folding laundry on my living room floor and I just start bawling my eyes out just kind of out of nowhere. I just like just had a panic attack and my boyfriend came in the room And he looked at me and he knew exactly what it was about. And he was like, just quit. And it was something that I wanted to do for a while was quit the company. Um, But I had no other idea of what I wanted to do. I didn't go to college. You know, I, I didn't have anything else. So, you know, I needed to hear him say that, I think. So hearing him say that was like, okay, okay. And I instantly felt this huge weight off of my shoulders. That night, I was couldn't sleep. I took a shower and I was washing my hair when I got the idea to start this business. So literally that night, like sleepless in my bed, I created the Instagram page. And that is sort of just how it started. And I just like from day one felt so much relief working for this company now that it is my own because I had so much passion behind it. And I finally understood because for years before that, I had been listening to, you know, podcasts and and all of these things about women entrepreneurs. And I was kind of an entrepreneur in a certain way because of my job that I had before, but but not really. And I I finally got it. It just clicked what everyone was talking about just like that freedom. And all of a sudden, like I just felt like this whole entire world was opening up in front of me. And I had a sleepless night that night, not because I was upset, but because I like, I was just writing down ideas and I was so excited. And that's sort of how it was born. And then honestly, I think the next day I messaged you and I was like, Hey, um, I quit uh, my other <laughs> job, which she was helping. She was helping me at the other job. That's was now like our third time working together. And I was like, yeah, it was silly of me to say we've worked together for a year. Cause what I meant was we've worked together literally nonstop, like it's in yeah. three months, six months, like it's been a year, but we've known each, we've worked together really and known each other for much longer than that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the first thing I did was like, okay, obviously I need to hire 
Helena and and <laughs> just girl unfiltered because I just know the magic that you have helped me with up until then and without quite honestly and I'm just going to like fangirl over you because you know I, I love you <laughs> but uh without honestly that like first session that we had together so maybe in like 2019 or so when we just worked on like quite literally just money mindset you know to the core I knew nothing about money mindset before if it wasn't for that and then two years later, uh, me coming up with this, like that would have never happened. So it's insane. Reason number 895, why money mindset just goes like way more than just dollars in the bank. So immediately when I had this idea the next morning, I messaged you and I was like, okay, we're working together again because I know I could trust you. Help me kind of bring this to life, which you did. Yeah. You're very, very sweet and very, very kind saying that, you know, I helped you and that, you know, the power of money mindset work. But so much of this, Barbara, is down to you and your action taking. Because what you have created is relatively unheard of. And even for some people hearing the numbers that I just read out could even be triggering. And I really understand that because we don't see and we're not told an example and we don't tell ourselves the story. Really, that's what it is. We don't tell ourselves the story that magic like that is possible. And the reason that I'm so excited to have you, and we're obviously going to share so many ins and outs of the journey so far. The reason I'm so excited for you to share what you've created is because anybody listening right now, now has a story that has just been completely up-leveled because you aren't some wishy-washy person that said, yeah, get 400,000 TikTok followers overnight by doing this. Like, no, like you've literally created magic, but there are some powerful things that you've done. It's not just what I've told you to do or what we've implemented. You took action from the very, very beginning. And before you even reached out to me, let's talk about what you just said. You were going through, and I know how difficult it was for you because I was talking to you through this. You were going through a very, 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 very challenging time in your life. We won't go into it. Yeah. It was toxic. It was tough. It was heartbreaking. You're on the floor almost having an anxiety attack. And from that, your soon to be, which will inevitably be seven figure company was born. So what does that say to all of us when we're going through such challenging, difficult times? What can be born from them? Like, what do you now, how do you now look back and see that time in your life? What lens do you, do you view it through now? Yeah, totally. And you're right. First of all, it was like, to not sugarcoat it, that was a crazy time. And um, it was a very, very, very hard time to be in. And quite honestly, looking back, just like you're saying, it sort of was, you know, the universe kept, I think, telling me multiple times while I was working at the company that this wasn't right for me. I did keep getting kind of sort of sick to my stomach feelings just throughout the time I was there that like, oh, maybe this isn't right. Maybe this isn't right. But maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And I just I was looking through a fogged lens and it literally took, quite honestly, you know, a pretty, pretty, pretty dramatic experience to finally turn my head to be like, no, you have to leave. And so I think that was the biggest thing is I was ignoring really big red flags. And I was ignoring, you know, those little thoughts in my head. And, and that's what I 
uh, when I look back about that shower thought that I literally had about curl vitality, I could have very easily ignored that thought. Because we always have thoughts, like whether Absolutely. it's what TikTok to make or what reel to make or what thing to wear today or or to go buy new bed sheets. Like we always have thoughts and then it's up to us whether or not we take action on those thoughts. <laughs> like where did the bed sheets one come from? Do we also think of that? Because <laughs> I just got bed sheets. I literally just got, because you told me you suggested those bed sheets and I've been meaning to tell you about that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Those, those like the nice ones. Brooklyn and where it's at. <laughs> yes, we yes. just got them. They're amazing. But I've been wanting to buy bed sheets and like I kept kind of ignoring the thoughts. So that's what I'm saying. Like you have these thoughts and right. you can right. ignore totally. them and you can easily <laughs> you can easily like brush them to the side. And that's what kept happening throughout the course when I was working at the other company is I was having these thoughts of not wanting to be there. And I was having these thoughts of this isn't for me. But I kept brushing them to the side and and ignoring my gut and my intuition. So starting the business and everything, starting Curl Vitality, all of a sudden, like somebody took a like wipe and wiped my lens clear. And all of a sudden, like I feel like I'm seeing life through this like whole different lens. And that's what I wish I could like tell past me is that yes, this is amazing. And yes, this set, set you up for a lot of great things. And you learn so many good skills working at this company, but this isn't for you. And I, I kept getting that, that nudge that it wasn't for me, but I was not listening to it. And it took like basically my world shattering for me to li- finally listen to that nudge. Yeah. It's interesting because your boyfriend, amazing Chris, like he gave you almost the permission that you weren't quite willing to fully give yourself which is really powerful. Absolutely. Sometimes we just need that person to, to look us in the eyes and say what it is that we're already thinking. So thank God for partners like that. Um, what would you say to somebody who is feeling those nudges, which we have all felt, but maybe scared to really listen to it? What would you say to that girl who's feeling what you were feeling? I would say, honestly, what truly is the worst that could happen? And honestly, like, okay, the worst that could happen, somebody could say, you know, I go bankrupt. I I don't have a place to live. I don't have, you know, security and stuff like that, which for, you know, I, I do realize some people, you know, don't have, you know, a backbone. Like I, I, you know, if for me, if the worst thing that happened would be like, I have to like move back home with my parents. And obviously that would be horrible, but I understand that that <laughs> isn't you know, the worst thing that could happen in the world. So if you have a backbone, if you have a way that like, no matter what happens, you're still going to eat. And no matter what happens, you're still going to have a roof over your head, just freaking go for it immediately go all the way. And then if you are someone who doesn't have that, you know, situation, uh, where they are really, really on their own, that's when I would say, start baristaing in the morning and doing this in the afternoon. There is a world that you can kind of juggle both. And there is a world that in the beginning stages, when you're just getting your followers up, that you do, that you are able to work a job that you really, really don't care about. But the most important thing is that you're working for your purpose and you're seeing through that clear lens. That is like insane. And quite honestly, the knock on effect that just seeing through that clear lens by having a business and having sort of like a purpose that, really, really is so aligned with me has totally transformed my relationship, my living situation, my 
relationship with God. Like all of these crazy things have all totally aligned and fallen into place because I made that quite honestly horrifying decision. Yeah. Poor so much to unpack there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, I think that I think when it comes to fear, I call her as you know, little Miss Fear. I think the reason why it's so powerful to ask that question of what's the worst thing that could happen, it's not focusing on the negative. I think it's actually bringing truth and awareness up is that often the fear that we have is being magnified within our nervous system. And the fear that we're experiencing through our body is being made to feel so much worse than it actually has to be. So by asking that question, because I've asked myself that question many times, in many scary, uncomfortable positions. And the answer I've come up with is nowhere near as scary as the feeling I was feeling in my body. And it allowed it to dissipate. So that's the power of really asking that, right? Totally. Like truly, you know, the worst that happens for most of us who are leaving like a corporate job or just leaving a job that we don't like is that, oh no, we have this experience from the corporate job. We tried to run a business. It didn't work, you know, and then we go find another corporate job. Like, oh no, you know, yeah. that's not uh, anywhere near as bad as living an unhappy life. Wow. That's so true. Whew. Okay. So it is an unusual niche. Honestly, never worked with <laughs> any other curly haired coach. And you are pretty remarkable in that you stuck to something that you knew was true to you. And not only did you do that, I think something else that makes you pretty unique is that, as you said, from the day that you had that shower, I'm pretty sure that within 24 hours, you had signed up to work with me and you're like, we're doing this. Like you, you straight up came to the table with like, I'm investing in this. We're going to make this happen. Like I'm ready. When's the, um, next available appointment that we can have. Cause you were just like, I see this, I feel this. Talk us through that feeling because that's pretty unique. And the, the niche is unique in itself too. Yeah, for sure. And the niche really came from, well, first of all, like I just am good at my own hair. I, and while I was learning about how to handle curls and, you know, you don't have curly hair, but truly if you talk to anybody who has curly hair, the common thing is I have no idea what to do with it. It changes every single time I get out of the shower. You know, every time you sit down at a restaurant and like somebody else at the restaurant has curly hair, we're always talking about what we use because it's this huge pain point. And that was sort of like the classic entrepreneur, like there has to be a better way. And that's kind of where that came from. And I remember when I was learning about my journey, when I was learning about my curls and doing my curl journey, Yes, there's plenty of hundreds of thousands of resources online. And yes, there's hours and hours and hours of YouTube videos and stuff like that. But it is so confusing. You have no idea what pertains to you. And I kept Googling curly hair coach because I wanted it for myself. Wow. I was, you know, really busy at the time with, with my job. I didn't want to sit there and, and learn. Uh, so I kept Googling it. It found and found and found and found it didn't exist. And I did kind of joke around like with my mom for a little bit about me doing this like years ago, but it was nothing that I took seriously at all. Then again, it just sort of like hit me like this is exactly what what I want to do. And it's really just magical because it sort of just combines everything I like about 
working into one thing. Like I love being on camera. I love, I've always loved hair. I've always considered going to hair school. So just sort of kind of fell into place, but yeah, it's definitely a very, very unique, (laughs) unique niche. Um, but you know, again, like there's a need for it. People don't know what to do. Yeah. I think the power with what you've created is because of how specific and unique your niche is. I mean, it's pretty obvious that so many people have been craving what you've been putting out there because it's just gone wild. Is it safe to say then that what you created was ba- was born almost from a pain point that you yourself were struggling with? Yeah, 1000%. That's exactly what it was. I really needed me. You know, I always say like to my clients, and this is 0% like trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I working with my clients, I'm able to cut off a year of transition time uh, because your hair has to transition, especially when it's damaged from straightening it and dyeing it and coloring it. And we could get super technical. I could talk about this forever, but your hair has to transform. And Basically, by doing what I do and um, figuring out sort of the technical aspects of your hair that makes your hair your hair, I'm basically able to cut off the first year of their time, which is how and why they have such a quick transformation, which is something I really, really, really wanted to do. I was so sick of buying so many different products, having so many horrible results watching hours and hours of these videos on YouTube that didn't even pertain to me. So yeah, I was like, I needed it. And I knew probably other people did too. Yeah. And then you started the Instagram channel. I think that was the first thing you, you came up with the brand name, you came up with some branding colors and you just started posting. I've never asked you this before. And I can't remember the answer to this because I'm sure we talked about it. (laughs) Did you know with certainty that you could monetize this when you started Curl Vitality? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, okay, so first of all, I'm like, you know, flat, fast forward like three days after I start this thing and I like tell my boyfriend that I'm going to start to be a curly hair coach. My boyfriend who is works in sports and like literally goes to Supercuts to get a $12 haircut. He's like- <laughs> Wait, my English listeners won't know what Supercuts is. Like you, you, you don't book an appointment. You go in and it's like a $5 or $10 haircut. Yeah. Picture that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like basically strip malls, like not the swankiest place in town. (laughs) 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 So he's like, you know, what the heck and whatever. Just, okay, sure. Go ahead. So I actually asked you like, Maybe even before we started working together, I think I was asking you about if you had availability to work together. And I was like, I don't even know like, if I should do this. Can I actually make money from this? And you literally laughed at me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like endearing. You were like, ha, 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 Barbara. Like, of course you can. And I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, you were right. Yeah. I straight up looked at you. I do remember that moment and was like, okay, I know what I felt. This is exactly what I felt. And now I'm having that moment right here on this podcast where I was like, ha ha ha, little does she know where she's going to be. 
<laughs> like I felt like the little like fortune teller that was yeah. like, wait till she sees what I see. <laughs> and then look at us six months later. <laughs> totally. I think what I actually said to you, because I know that obviously you've had amazing success with your business as well. And I know that you're able to, obviously it's your full-time job. You're able to live comfortably. And I, you know, I guess was following whoever the heck about having like a, a 10K month. Um, which is such an amazing accomplishment. And I remember saying to you being like, I saw someone online say that they have a 10K month. Is that really a thing or are they lying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the question. Yeah, you were like, yes, it's a thing. Yes, you can make money. Yes, you can make $10,000 a month. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's so true. We definitely had that conversation. And I knew with absolute certainty that it was going to be possible for you because you were already taking the action. Okay, so... You've conceptualized it. You've started the Instagram. Now what starts to happen? And then we'll talk about some of the beliefs and other aspects that you've had to work through. Walk us through some of the growth that initially started to happen for you. So immediately with Instagram, um, I am always a very visual person. So it was very important to me to have my Instagram and just everything like looking very, very sharp, which I think is... Another great reason why, you know, people may have been attracted to my profile and things like that, because I, from the get-go, at least I tried to make it look presentable. I think what I kind of have witnessed a lot of uh, people do is they'll make an Instagram account and just like, not that everything has to match all the time, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but like the content's not good. It doesn't match like all, you know, all these things. So I was like, I really want this to be like a trustworthy thing. So that's something I really focused on in the beginning. And then I begrudgingly made just a Just pause for a moment because, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I just really want the listeners to know because I was watching and observing this happening. What you actually did was took it professionally from the beginning. You acted as if. You took yourself and you took the business and you took the brand professionally from the absolute beginning. And I think that was a really big part of the success that you've created. That's a much better way of putting that. Yes, <laughs> that's what I did. Um, but no, seriously, that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted it to look like I already was making seven figures and that I already was super established because that's what I look for a lot of the times when I am buying anything. So that's what I really, really wanted to project and sort of show that this, like, I mean business and, you know, it's also a factor of kind of what you're saying is putting that out in the world that like, I'm not here to mess around. I am here because I deserve to be here. I want to be here. I have the skill sets to be here. And that's what I think the magic behind sort of, you know, a presence on any type of online platform can do. So that's exactly 100% what I, what I was aiming to do with that. And I, from right off the bat, I just graphic, graphic, graphics. Thank God for Canva. <laughs> Uh, graphics, graphics. <laughs> and, um, you know, just really, really, really wanted to make everything very, very sharp for that exact reason. So yeah. And then a few weeks in, I like begrudgingly downloaded TikTok, which I never even had TikTok, never looked at it, never knew anything about it. I only knew that there was like 13 year olds dancing with like belly shirts on. And I just was like, Ugh, like, <laughs> You know, like, oh God, like, I don't want to watch that. Like, no, they're, they're allowed to do whatever they want. But I, I was like, I don't need to like watch that. That's like, why would I do that? Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but totally. I, um, even just having TikTok, I actually 
can actually say nothing bad about it to this point because there is so much magic on there in general from the creators. But anyway, I I made the TikTok account and all I was doing was just like rolling my eyes and repurposing uh, reels that didn't even exist six months ago. So I was repurposing IGTV videos on TikTok and I had like six on there and I, I, it was like a last thing that I never really thought about. And I had like four followers. But then one day in like mid-October, I actually had like two glasses of wine and I recorded this video uh, for for TikTok. Specifically, it was the only one I've recorded thus far for TikTok. And I said like, if you describe your hair as poofy, floofy, frizzy, like blah, 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 you probably have curly hair, but you're treating it like straight hair. And this video just went absolutely bonkers insane. And overnight, I had 60,000 followers. (gasps) Yeah, total viral. Oh my God, I forgot that it was overnight. Yeah, it was 60,000. Yeah, it was like, I didn't even know what to do with myself. I was like, is this real? Am I being punked? What is is happening? Uh, So I basically did that. And then that's when I decided with TikTok, I just like went all in. So that entire next week as because my Instagram or my TikTok just kept growing and growing and growing and growing because of this. So I just kept video, 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 video. And that's all I was doing for like a week is just pushing out content, which helped that because when people would click on my profile, then they would see all this other content. And then that's when they would follow. So um, it's really because of that dumb video I made literally in four minutes that kind of started really everything. And then from there, when your TikTok account grows, then your Instagram grows and, you know, because it it links to each other, et cetera, et cetera. So I never even knew a single thing about TikTok like a week prior to that, but it just went insane. It It was so cool and surreal and weird to witness. But as amazing as it was, it also absolutely brought up a lot of things that made me feel incredibly uncomfortable quite honestly. Um, So there was like that, that week was probably the best week of my life. And also one of the hardest weeks of my life for that exact reason. Yeah. So let's talk about that because it was with you extreme viral growth and that growth has just continued to grow. (laughs) Sorry, there's no better word for it. Growth. And I, I actually remember that day because I was actually in the UK. We were only probably three or four sessions into our program at the time. And it was, I believe, your nighttime, my morning. And you're messaging me and you're like, oh my God, it now has this many views. Oh my God, it now has this many views. And you're like, what do we do? Like, this is amazing, but also I'm terrified. And I had nothing set up, by the way. Nothing. I didn't even have a website at this point. I had nothing. Yeah. We didn't have the funnel designed at that point. We didn't have all of these things. So I think this kind of lit a fire, so to speak, even more so under us because we realized how quickly we had to move with certain aspects that needed to be ready and good to go. But you spoke so eloquently into that, that not only was it the best week of your life, it also brought up a lot of stuff. So what would you say were some of those fears, some of those beliefs, some of those holy shit moments that you went through and experienced in that week? Yeah, I would have to say probably the biggest one was the fact that so many people that I look up to, whether it be 
a hair influencer, a regular influencer, a coach, or whatever, I was surpassing them in followers. So that mm. was major imposter syndrome coming through. Just being like, wait, I don't deserve this. I don't, I don't know that much. They're going to figure out I don't know that much. Oh my gosh, like let me hide under a rock and never show up ever again. You know, tied in with TikTok is a scary place, meaning like there is so much amazing thing about it, but they will get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But we'll like, talk about, we'll lead into that. I'll lead into that in a moment. We're not there They yet. will get you. <laughs> so I knew that TikTok was a place that like they'll, you know, they'll call you out for anything. And so there was like that fear. And then there was the fear of my business actually working. And then what would I do? And then the fear of like just being seen and and maybe being disliked or the fear of I have all of this and then I totally fail everybody. Because there actually is, I feel so weird saying this. I don't think I've ever said this out loud. There actually is a fear that at least comes up for me. The more followers I get on any social media platform that I have to almost like entertain these people. So I imagine like, like this kind of like scary dream where I have a table of 400,000 people and I have to cook for them. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, like not that nobody is sitting there waiting for Curl Vitality to post a video, but there is that like, you know, scary feeling behind it of like, oh my gosh, like I have to cook for 400,000 people, but I have no food in the fridge. It's kind of like that. It's like, I, it still sometimes does creep up on me. That's like, what if I run out of video ideas? What if, you know, my videos stop going viral? What if all of a sudden like the rug is pulled out from under my feet and this all stops and this is just a dream or this is fake or it's a mistake? Like that was major then. And, you know, I've definitely gotten better at knowing obviously that this is a real thing, but it was in the beginning very, very, very difficult. And everything that you've just described are things that I think so many women in business experience and can understand and can relate to. They just maybe don't feel all of them within one week on such a magnified level. And you went through it. You really did go through it on such a magnified scale. But you said something and we have to circle back to it because it's something I think a lot of people don't realize they will at some point experience is that your dream like literally, if you had told your your younger self who was just three weeks younger, hey, this is going to happen and this is what it's going to look like, you would have been like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's really going to happen for me. But what came up for you was, shit, it's really happening. Right. 100%. And that's scary and there are downsides to it. So your fear wasn't like, not just what if it doesn't happen? It was like, the fear of it actually is happening. Can you speak a little bit into that? Because everyone experiences that downside to success. Yeah, 100%. I mean, first of all, like that is the biggest feeling of imposter syndrome. Just like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. And what do I do? And I just felt like I wasn't able to perform in, in the way everyone wanted me to. And that I think that was like the biggest thing for me is that I, what if I don't give them what they, what they want? Um, it is funny because I've always wanted that, you know, like initially I was years ago, I was living in Los Angeles and, you know, doing auditions to be an actor and blah, blah, blah. Like this really is always something I wanted and always something that I looked to 
um, is having a large audience because as you know, in any industry, having a large audience brings a lot of power. Um, just in the way that obviously your message and word, whether you're in a movie or whether you're selling a book or whatever is being, is able to spread far and wide. So there's always been this like dream of mine to, to have that. And I think what it was is a, that I finally had that. And then B, exactly what you're saying, that it happened so quickly. So I just felt like my back was up against a wall and I almost like envisioned, you know, the, all these people just staring at me, waiting for me to make my next move. And um, it just felt like so much pressure. So that week I, I went crazy and I content, 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 content and made and made and made and made and made. But there was a lot of just... I, I really did. Like I, on the surface, I was creating this content and I was smiling and I was like curling my hair and like looking cute in videos. And then I would post them and like want to go throw up and just have so much, you know, sickness in my stomach for that reason. So it's crazy because you, you really, really, really want that. And you like look for that for so long. And then all of a sudden it's here. And then it's like, wait, what do I even do? Do I even belong here? That type of a thing. Yeah. We do all feel that on some level. What's great about you is that you didn't go and hide under that rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes feeling it and then keeping going. So, what were some of the ways in which you did that? What were some of the ways in which you moved through and moved past those feelings to be now sitting here in front of me where you are with even more accelerated success? Honestly, two things. The first thing that comes to my mind is almost like cognitive dissonance in a way. When it's happening, just sort of disassociate with the fact that you are really scared and literally like almost push that feeling to the side. And, and just exactly what honestly you taught me from day one is it's little Miss Fear literally in the backseat of my car. And I'm like turning the rear room mirror so I can't see her anymore because I, I don't want to I don't want to see. And it's just like looking forward. So Number one, just distancing myself from those feelings and just keep chugging along and just sort of like the classic eyes on the prize thing. And then number two, really honestly having you as such an amazing backbone during that whole time. Like that was crucial to me just to even know that I could have someone who would understand. And honestly, I don't even know if maybe I told you this at the time, but that week was also really hard on my relationship as well. Uh, because then, you know, I think Chris, my my boyfriend, got a little nervous about like, wow, she is getting all this quote unquote fame like so fast. You know, everything's happening happening so fast. I went from not having a job like three weeks prior to like all this crazy, crazy stuff. And it was, you know, kind of a interesting week as well for for my relationship. It made feelings come up for him that we had to work through. And made feelings come up for me that I had to work through. And, uh, you know, he he is incredibly supportive. But I think just having you and him as my backbone and then really just you do just have to keep keep going. And that is something that I think has gotten me through everything. You know, the ups and the downs is you just eyes on the prize, like keep chugging along. And it's sometimes an uphill battle, but there are so many amazing highs. So especially like that, that was also a really big thing when I was feeling so scared and, and tight and, uh, you know, just nervous about everything, there also is that instant gratification in a way of like 
so many people are loving what I'm saying, which, you know, we don't want to always focus on numbers, but there is a beauty behind when all of a sudden so many people love what you are saying. And I think that that is something that also really got me through is like, this is working. I was given this gift. I can either take this gift and put it in the closet and open it later, (laughs) or I can take this gift, open it, and then like run with the wind with it. So that's kind of always how I look at that one video and how crazy it went and everything was just literally like a gift from from the universe. And I could have either hid from the gift or I could have just been like, thank you. And just, you know, totally run with it. And we always have that option. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves like, hey, I have the option. I can take option A. I could take option B. Like I have the power, but what do I ultimately want? What do I ultimately desire? And I think also what helped for you is that you were so, so passionate about the very thing that you wanted to help people transform because you know what a knock-on effect it has for especially young girls and young women when they feel really confident within their head, just like, like what motivates and inspires me is I know what changes and transforms for a woman when they transform their inner world and their money mindset. Like you kept that as your through line, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, to a certain degree, I knew, I think also, yeah, what kept me going was I knew that what I was saying was based in fact, it worked for me, you know, and then I also knew that what I was saying was coming from what exactly what you're saying, a genuine place. So that is something else that like I would journal about. And I think what really kept me through is that like, I'm like, all right, I know what I'm saying is from the heart. And if it's from the heart and people don't like it, then at least I'm being like genuine to myself. But I can only be mad at myself throughout this whole situation. I can only actually, you know, let myself down or do something wrong is if I start speaking from a place that's not me. But exactly what you're saying, this felt like so me. I felt so good sharing these things and um, to have people care what I was sharing and really, really find so much help from it was just seriously like life purpose filled. It was just the most insane feeling. And it's like an addictive feeling. I want to keep helping people. It's, It's awesome. And one thing I didn't really mention, but was also key in the way that you did grow so quickly is that you completely and always do still lead with value. Everything you share is value and it's value for your specific target audience. And that is really, really powerful. So you start going viral. We start to see the roller coaster is speeding up. Then we had to take some fast action. So what were some of the things that you started very quickly implementing or deciding upon in your business to then monetize it and get to where you are now? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, definitely like just setting up the one-to-one coaching. And with the one-to-one coaching, by the way, like literally an hour before my first meeting. Uh, so my my coaching program is like a 10-week thing. So the hour before each meeting, I'd be sitting there like writing that day's lesson. <laughs> like, oh my God, what am I going to like? And I still use those lessons to this day. So like it was seriously flying by the actual seat of my pants. But obviously writing that. And then the biggest thing that really, really helped me was just, yeah, exactly what you're, what you were saying. I didn't even know what funnels were before this. (laughs) Had no idea. I mean, I guess like I knew what email marketing and stuff was, but funnels, like what? Um, so we set up together, you know, you were like, okay, you have to do like a really, really affordable, easy, you know, e-purchase thing for people to buy. 
So you and I came up with my ebook. Well, we came up with a free ebook, which still exists, which people still read, which is my 12 ways to eliminate eliminate frizz ebook. So from there, then that funnel turned into uh, then a link where people could buy my uh, $14.99 ebook, which is my ultimate product guide. And we thought of that because probably the most common question I was getting was, what products do I use? 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 And obviously, if a random person comments what products they should use, like, I don't know. I don't know what their hair looks like. Um, So we sort of made this guide that allows people to just pick out products based on a key. So it had like a red dot if it's for wavy hair, a blue dot if it's for like whatever. So we created that and we created the whole system that went with it. I hired a designer to create the sales funnel page, like blah, 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 blah. And we launched that on Black Friday in November. And that was the, uh, like, I cannot believe what that has turned into. Honest, I, I cannot believe what just that little tiny thing has created. Do you want to share with them what it's created? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Um, so You don't have to. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't mind. Yeah. So it's like this, again, like $14.99 ebook. But at this point now, I technically, as Helena and I talked about in our last time we spoke a week ago or so, I could actually stop doing one-to-one coaching at all and just sell this ebook and be able to completely support myself and completely support my employee and my business just by this one little tiny thing. So that's pretty cool. Um, And again, that was just something that we worked on and there was a need, you know, again, there was a need. People buy things that they need. I made that. And then I had a bunch of people from, you know, United Kingdom. I had a bunch of people from uh, Canada, Australia, et cetera, be like, but we don't have like, but this doesn't work for us. This is just for United States. So then I made different guides for the different countries. And now those are selling and I get insane messages from people just about, about their hair transformation just by this $14.99 thing, which is the freaking coolest thing. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, the amount that you're selling, but I mean, the revenue you're creating yeah. from a digital product is an incredible on that. Yeah. I, I told my husband the numbers after our last session who he gets digital marketing and he was just like mind blown. <laughs> but, but we do have to add here, like one key thing is that she has the numbers to have that conversion rate. So you're creating such an incredible income from that because we had to provide not only a solution to the thing that people were struggling with, like you were literally, it was created from a pain point, which is another key thing when it comes to the content creation and the product creation. And you also had enough people going through that funnel where of course the numbers are going to add up and we needed to monetize it in some way because you're not, you're just genuinely, there's one of you and you can't coach a thousand people a day, basically. So what was really amazing is all of that, but also the fact that you took such fast action. You saw it, you knew something needed to be created. We did it, it was done. And like, look at where it is now. Yep. So obviously, you know, before we go into some of the other things that, you know, you're creating and the results that you've incredibly manifested, there has been, I want to be really careful not labeling it a negative thing, but there have been certain 
aspects and downsides to such fast growth and things that you've had to deal with online. And I would really love if we could have a little bit of a conversation around that because I think it's very raw and I think it's very real. And I think a lot of people are seeing how some people are being treated online and it can make them feel too scared to show up and be visible themselves. So what has that real, honest, raw experience been like for you? Yeah. um, You know, like I said earlier, TikTok is honest. (laughs) It goes actually beyond the honest. TikTok almost has like a culture that people, when they comment on videos, I don't think that they think through that the person who created the video sees it. They comment it for the other people and they comment it for their own clout. So immediately when that initial video uh, went viral, I was getting lots of amazing comments. And then I was getting lots of comments like, this girl is monetizing on curly hair, like, ugh, like just saying, you know, just things like that. Or, you know, that was that was the easy part of it. <laughs> Little did I know it was just going to get kind of worse and worse. But, you know, really the, the biggest thing I get and it, this is something that is genuinely really hard because when you think about money mindset, and I know you've discussed it on this show, is pricing and pricing your worth and pricing what things should cost based on the transformation they give. My one-to-one sessions, the, the price is higher now, but it was uh, 1500 for a while. And you know, I was getting pretty horrible comments on videos of mine being like, what the fuck? $1,500. This is like absolute bullshit. You know, just absolutely very, very, very hard comments. And when you're an entrepreneur and you're pricing things in general, I'm sure everyone listening had that feeling before when they, you know, just when they're telling someone their price. And I had to put my prices on my website because there were just too many people, you know, messaging and asking and things like that. And that came I mean, 5,000 applicants. Like, yeah, right, right hundreds of applicants a day. So you had to. I had to. So just, you know, dealing with with a lot of that and just a lot of people, you know, I will get obviously as well, like we'll have people who comment on my videos telling me I'm wrong or, you know, whatever the heck they want to say. But it's really the money comments that really, really, really do strike something in me. And it's it's difficult. Now, I've seen plenty of TikToks that I replay in my head all the time where people are like, you can delete any comment you want at any time for any reason, no questions asked. And I have absolutely deleted some of like the very, very harsh ones. And then I've had those people comment again, being like, this girl deleted my comment. I said this and she deleted my comment. So then at that point, I just, that that happened once and I blocked that person. But I usually don't delete the comments and I'll let them there and, and I'll answer like, yes, it's definitely an investment, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it, hurts. And it makes things that are already hard 10 times harder. And I obviously like I'm a businesswoman and I love talking about money. I love getting into like the nitty gritty of business and things like that. But I also, I love helping people. And it is so, so, so heartbreaking to me. And it like, I take it so ridiculously personally when I see people just absolutely go insane when they see a high price. Like I, it makes me want to just lower my prices for everybody because I just want to help and serve and make everybody feel, feel comfortable. So it's, it's definitely been a really, really hard struggle. And, you know, the same thing happens on, on Instagram. 
Instagram like reels and stuff now that those are becoming more popularized. Um, I know you had not the greatest experience recently with that. It's, it's rough out there. Yeah, it is. Like, this is why I think it's so important to talk about this. So, so much to unpack there of what you said. I think what also was maybe even tougher in your case because you were dealing with very like vindictive on almost like comments, like very personally attacking you comments about stuff like even your pricing at a time where you were still conceptualizing this whole brand and this whole idea of coaching. And so we were working on the positive money mindset and stepping into you know, knowing 100% that you were aligned with those prices in the beginning, which by the way, have and are continuing to go up. <laughs> even anyone listening to this who even has worked with me before or knows me would be like, God, 1500 is nothing. Cause that's the truth. Like it really isn't. Yeah. But what was really hard was that they were almost a mirror to the things that we were having to work through very, very, very quickly from the beginning. It was like, you didn't almost have the safety net of getting to test this out and try this out with a little bit more going on behind the scenes, totally. it was front stage spotlight on you. Totally. That's the perfect way to put it. And that's what was so hard about it. Like obviously instant like follower, you know, high follower counts is amazing, but it, it made it very difficult because whereas for, and it honestly, like I, part of me, and I'm so grateful for everything I have in no way am I saying that like, you know, I'm not, I'm not grateful because trust me, I am, but there is a, a large part of me that still to this day looks at coaches who started at a similar time than me. And I see that they have, you know, 1,500 followers on, on Instagram. And I see that they're able to answer their DMs and they're able to, to have time to do things. And I look at them sometimes and I like, I feel envious of that. So like there is such a thing as too fast of growth. And again, I'm so grateful. But there is too, I think I did have almost quote unquote too fast of growth and that the comments so early on when I was at such a vulnerable place within my mindset and, and within my business was really hard. Like that, those were serious slaps in the face. Those were times where I was laying in bed, like I didn't even want to brush my teeth that day just because I, I yeah. just like, I, I, I feel so just like barren, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if I were to receive and, and what I receive compared to you is very minuscule, but if I were to receive some of the things that I get now, and it's only really ever on those viral videos, of course, <laughs> um, if I were to receive those at the very beginning of me starting to put myself out there with this topic, it would have been, I honestly don't know if I could have kept going because it feels so personal. What's amazing is that you have and that you were not afraid to ask for help and we supported you through it. And in some ways, do you think that there has been a benefit to that? Because when you look at that time compared to how you now view it, because you do view it differently, how has that also served you in some way? Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, obviously really made me a lot stronger and a lot, it really opened up a lot of what I thought about myself. And this is something that we work on and will continue to work on. Whether I want to or not, I have to uncover these, you know, feelings. So uh, here we yeah. go. So I, I think, you know, 
uh, fast forward the feeling of having to work on a lot of that stuff. Yeah, because exactly what you're saying, I feel like most people are able to kind of ease into the fact that they're selling a high ticket item, which it's not even that high ticket if you're in the high, if you're in the, which it wasn't even, it wasn't even that much in the beginning too. But, you know, with people seeing that immediately, it was just immediate judgment, immediate, like, I think people, obviously, I know that in any type of comment that I get about that is their reflection on them. And so I think it almost was able to get me to really, really, really fast forward my understanding about even further about money mindset and my understanding even further about pricing and things like that. So again, it's just sort of like whether I wanted to or not, I had to go through that sort of school of hard knocks. And from this point on, every day it really does get a lot easier. And every day I'm able to come from a place with those people of understanding. And what I do now, as opposed to what I did then, then I would just either ignore the comment or delete it. And now I keep all the comments basically, unless they're just absolutely 100% like horrid, I'll keep the comments and then I will, I'll answer, you know, just with exactly how I feel. So I'll, I'll say something like if someone says like, $1,500, you know, who on earth can afford that? And I have gotten way worse than that, but let's just say it's that then I'll, you know, respond just from my heart. Like I absolutely understand it is an investment because it is. And it is not for everybody. So I will continue to share tips on here as much as I can to help you. So I hope that you're able to stick around and, and see that. Not that I need them to stick around, but you know what I mean? Like I do care about them. They're, they're a human being. And, but so are you. Yes, it is true. Uh, uh, definitely. And it does, it does hurt. And I think when some, when I, and I said this a few minutes ago, like when people comment that, I don't think that they realize that I see it or anybody sees it. Not that I see every comment because I don't, but um, you do see some. So when then they feel a human touch, like answering them back, a lot of times what I'll get answered back to me is, oh, okay, that makes sense. Heart. Seriously. I'll have people be like, oh my gosh, got it. You know? Yeah, totally. Totally. 99% of the time I'll get, oh, okay. <laughs> or yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, okay. Because I, I respond with love and from my lens. Yes. Totally get why you might think that. Like, here's just my lens I'm viewing it through, you know? Just with regards to the pricing, because I think we all need to remember this, and this is a money mindset key piece, is that no matter what you price your stuff at, there will always be somebody, always, who thinks it's either too expensive or will think that it's really cheap. Absolutely. So if we are basing our prices off of what everyone else's opinions are, we're going to be going up, down, hit, left, right, so like all over the place with our pricing. You have to charge your prices based on the time and availability and exclusivity that you have. You have applications coming in on the regular. We're reducing the hours that you work with one-to-one clients. The prices therefore have to go up and all of that in, and in between. There'll be someone who will never ever buy your $15 product because that just isn't in alignment with them. And the people that are probably commenting on the fact that your pricing is what it is will probably be people who never ever will buy your one-to-one coaching. And that's okay. The point is that there will be people who will then inevitably therefore be your ideal clients who will be aligned with it. 
And they're the people that we show up and we serve for the best that we possibly can. 100 So we can't base our pricing off of what other people are going to comment or think. It just so happened that they were saying it to, to quote unquote, to your face. So you were seeing it. Um, But I mean, it's interesting because I've seen comments you've screenshotted to me that I would have said were way worse than anything being about your pricing. I mean, I've seen people talk about your mother should be dead and awful, awful, awful things. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, let's not go into that, actually. But I'm just saying, like, that's not no, all. Actually, let's, let's <laughs> genuinely, let's let's go into it because that was that just like real quick. Basically, someone DM'd me asking me for help, personalized hair help for free. Send me like a bunch of pictures of their hair. Just doesn't even say hi. Sends me a bunch of pictures of their hair. What do I do? I don't answer this person because I don't see their DM because I get lots of DMs. Then like three days later, she says, fuck you, which I didn't even see until later on, I'm looking at my message request and I see something and I click on it. And so after she says, fuck you, and I still don't answer, then she says something like, I hope your mother is dead or something like that. Like, what? What? Mm. Absolutely insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, (laughs) going back to the, the pricing thing, um, you never know also what people want to spend their money on. I have had people come through my doors for curl coaching who are lawyers. I've had nurses. I've had school teachers. I've had people who work at convenience stores. I've had like you name it. I've had people who don't have jobs because of COVID. I plenty of those. I've had people like you don't know what people really, really feel passionate about investing in. That has been very awakening to me as well. When I first hop on my first call with someone, I'll always ask, like, tell me about your life. Like, what do you do? What do you, you know, what, tell me about you. And insane, the type of, you know, people of different, all different walks of earth, all different countries that decide to do this because it's something that they know will help them in so many avenues. Yeah, absolutely. 100% true. You can never judge what somebody is going to want to spend their money on. You can just hold space for the transformation that you want to create for them. And that's where you stay true to yourself too. And it's interesting before this podcast episode, like I think some people listening will have never dealt with trolls and will have never dealt with that level of criticism, but I don't want them hearing this to stop them from thinking that they can share their truth. And the reason I wanted Barbara to talk about this, and I'll even share an experience I had yesterday, is that know that you're not alone and know that that may be an inevitable part of the growth, but have the toolkit to know, understand, and appreciate what it truly is instead of it causing you to shut down or change your values or question your worth. Like, I had a man troll me yesterday. I didn't even see the comments he had been posting over the weekend until Monday. Horrible. And he was calling me names and he was saying specific things about the tools and techniques that I use. Whatever. It was it was just not nice. And normally I if like the comment is just so out there, I will just ignore it or delete it because I'm like I don't even want to pay any time attention to this. But this specifically, I've also actually, you know what, stopped deleting because I'm like getting more confident and comfortable within myself and my truth, which has been really, really empowering. So actually I take that back. I don't really delete them. But with this, I actually wanted 
to shine a light on what he was saying from my lens and from a very loving and purposeful place. And I realized then that like, it wasn't even about me. He literally wanted to tear down anyone that talked about manifestation, law of attraction. And then he led on to saying that chiropractors are frauds, holistic healers are frauds, like literally like everything out there that wasn't whatever based. He Hashtag was, not your dream customer. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a man. Like, yeah. isn't that ironic? Like, right, right. Yo, dude, like wrong audience here. Yeah. Like, cool. How did, how did you even end up on his page at that point? Yeah. Like, just take a step back. But, you know, this happens and it will happen as you grow. And what was really eye-opening for me yesterday was as I was getting ready to shut down for the day, Everyone in the UK will know who this guy is. He's called Joe Wicks. And I love him. He is, you'll, you'll love him if you start following him. He's so sweet. He's got a great personality and he has millions of followers and he does so much good in this world. He's all about healthy movement. He's, you know, he started up kids clubs to get them exercising online via Zoom all during lockdown. And he's all about healthy eating. And so he'll post these reels with people. No, he'll post these reels of him making food within 15 seconds. And it's called Lean in 15. And like, it's really interesting to see the kind of comments that people who are so big will get. And I saw this one comment of a woman accusing him of being disrespectful to food because he's throwing food into the pan on this reel. And I just read this comment because he's obviously having to do it so quickly to fit the recipe into 15 second reels. And it's like a shtick. Like, and it's a shtick, 100% a shtick. He's, he's just putting food in a pan, really, let's face it. Couldn't believe it. And I was like, holy freaking crap. If somebody can find something to criticize and accuse him of when it comes to a food reel, then like I put my hands up and I surrender because somebody will always have something negative to say, but you staying true to yourself and knowing that you won't be everyone else's cup of tea and actually celebrating in some way. I know this sounds weird when some of those things start happening. Like now I can look at what happened yesterday, almost like a celebration because the thing is the reel went viral. I've grown by 200 followers in almost 48 hours. I've never had such fast growth. Okay. It's not 60,000 like you, but still. Um, (laughs) TikTok is way different than Instagram. But there will always be judgment. And so the farther out almost that your net goes, it's not that it's almost like you have to see it as a percentage because there'll always be a percentage of people who have something negative to say. The percentage hasn't changed. You're just seeing more of them because there's more people within that percentage. Don't let it stop you from doing what you're doing, right? Love. Absolutely. And my biggest thing that I always say, and I've been saying this for four years, um, is that like, you know, my words and everyone's words, but I say it to myself, uh, my words are powerful. And you can tell that your words are powerful when people start to question them. And that is another great sign of growth and, and of the fact that you're doing actually something right is, you know, when people are taking the time to comment and disagree because you rocked their world in some way, shape, or form. That just so happens to be a negative some way, shape, or form. But 
how many likes did you get on that video? How many people liked oh how you rocked their world, right? Yeah. How many people oh, like- It was a thousand. Insane. <laughs> uh, one negative comment. <laughs> one thousand people were like, this girl freaking rocked my world. I, I, I love this. And then one person, you just rocked their world in a way that they didn't know could be rocked. So yeah. they're like, oh my God, I need to say something. And it, it won't be the last. No, and it won't. And I'm really getting stronger understanding it. And I think the more and more it starts happening, the more and more you see it for what it is and you learn to know more about yourself. And honestly, you know, because we have, we could sit here for hours and keep talking. Yes. And like, we'll probably have to have a round two because I'm sure that there's going to be so many questions that people want to ask you after this. But I saw a really great quote today and I felt like it was really great for the theme of what we're talking about. And it says, we've been told that success is to be known by others. When in truth, the most meaningful success is to know ourselves. Mm. And I was like, oh, this like really hits. And so you've been on a big journey of success over the last six months. And a lot of that has been outward success too. How has this success taught you more about who you are and allowed you to know more about yourself. I'm honestly tearing up. Um, <laughs> yeah, insane. That quote is just absolutely beautiful and so true. I know myself more now than I ever have in my entire life. Um, I know what triggers me. I know what I love. I know what feels good. I know when enough is enough. It's been an insane six months just personally. Uh, I always heard a quote, I don't know who said it, but some some famous coach at some point said something like, you know, when you start a business, it's the biggest lesson of uh, that you learn is is just about yourself. You'll get to know yourself more than ever when you start a business. And that is absolutely so true. My biggest thing that I have learned to just discover, uh, because it's absolutely I view it as absolutely necessary is your mindset when it comes to just life, you know, without having some sort of mindset work, some sort of designated time, hopefully daily for you to spend time working on your inner self. That is what moves the needle. That is what gets you through those days where you are just are, you know, swarmed by these comments, swarmed by the work, swarmed by this, swarmed by that. But starting this business has basically single-handedly have given me a relationship with God and has totally made me understand manifestation, understand how the universe works. And you remember this, I think before, before this, I didn't even have like a morning routine. Like I would literally like roll out of bed and like get in the car and do my makeup on the way to work. Like I had nothing of that sort. And just through the business I've had, I've had no other choice but to spend that time working on myself and spend that time, you know, for me every single day meditating and just understanding what my needs are and things like that. So I think it a lot of times does go hand in hand. And I think that is why I I was saying like, you know, my lens has totally been, been clean because not only is it clean with my purpose, but through my purpose, I have found like this greater thing. And this greater thing. And it's almost like a secret. I'm like, how did I not know about this like amazing, like secret before? Why did I not realize, you know, every time I heard someone talking about 
manifestation or any of these amazing tools that were given, why did I think that that was like crap? It's the best thing in the entire world. It's just so insane. So yes, there's lots of outward success. Yes, you know, a lot of times on this, you know, podcast, we're talking about a lot of the negative things, but there have been so many ridiculous, amazing days, days where like that are too good to be true, that are, that are dream days. And I, you know, I've never felt more like myself than I do now. Mm -hmm. And I can see that in you 100% having known you now for however many years, the evolution to you embracing your authentic self has been one of magic to watch. And I think that's the perfect place to end because I began with all the numbers and (laughs) all the money that you've made and all the followers that you have. But truth be told, I think that's the magic that's come from this. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's been a journey and I'm so grateful that I've had you by my side for so much of it. And honestly, what you do is magic. And I, I've said this to you before, but like, truthfully, you did not ask me to do this, but like you guys need more Helena in your life. I don't even know what programs you offer right now besides whatever you do, but like she is, she is magic and she has so much love for everyone she touches. And I think that truly like you have really, really been such a crucial part of my life for the past two and a half years and specifically this business. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. I will absorb that. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to do so, but I know you mean it from the bottom of your heart. And my love for you is just insane. And I'm so proud of you and what you've created is magic. And I hope everyone feels and gets a taste of that magic from seeing what you've created and knows that the, I don't even want to say impossible, The near impossible is possible for you. It really is when you allow yourself to believe that it is and you take the action towards it. So where can they go and learn more about you before we say goodbye for now? Yeah, um, well, definitely the infamous TikTok uh, that we've talked so much about (laughs) at Curl Vitality on TikTok and Instagram. And then you can also go to curlvitality.com and uh, read more about me there. Yeah. And if anyone is listening who has genuinely struggled with their curly hair, (laughs) this girl knows what's up. So go follow her. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us this evening or today. Lots and lots of love until I speak to you soon. If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day. Thank you.